Cannabloggers Corner is brought to you by Better Homes with Cannabis. Yanni Amaya, the hazy lioness, has taken her cannabis photography to another level by using it in a stylish home decor design that would look fabulous in any home. This isn't a Marley poster in your dorm room, dude. Better Homes with Cannabis is tasteful home decor with a cannabis theme. Look for them at betterhomeswithcannabis.com. The Cannamom Gang is an all-inclusive, mom-exclusive group of women who choose cannabis over alcohol for their cul-de-sac club. If you're a mom or know one who's looking for other moms to chill and smoke with, you can find them on Instagram at Cannamom Gang. The only thing they'll try to sell you is inclusion. Cannabloggers Corner. Always the good stuff. The following program is intended for mature audiences. The popcorn you're eating has been pissed in. Film at 11. Good evening. We have a big show for you tonight. Probably on the side of us. Hope the kids seem to like it. Welcome to Fantasy Island. You want to get high? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, can you feel that? Yes, we are back together again, and I have missed you so much. Welcome back to another episode of Cannabloggers Corner. I really hope you guys have all been doing well and just really hanging in there. Uh, now, this week's episode, it has a pair of sisters with both an engineering and entrepreneurial spirit. My wife, Carolyn, has recently started exploring her passion for glassware, specifically mid-century modern glassware. Uh, our living room has a gorgeous collection of antique vases, and you'll find out why I call them vases. Uh, decanters, pitchers, and uh, so much more. Um, and I was surprised to learn through this that there's actually a very large glass resale community on Instagram, and she's become very active in it. She watches a lot of the lives, she participates, and I believe the end of the month she's actually doing her first live. So, uh, yeah, go check out Shamrockin' Treasures, because this is a shameless plug for my wife. <laughs> but yeah, definitely check her out. She's, she's you know, I love her, and you'll see why. Um, now, back to antique glassware. Now, we all know what stoners and glass have to do with each other, and there are some beautiful, beautiful hand-blown pieces out there. I mean, you know that I love absolutely love my piece from Mota. And my fat Buddha glass is absolutely one of my favorites. It is so light and just, it's perfect. It's perfect for every day. But have you ever looked at just this beautiful antique vase or just anything like, you know, you know, the, the, the moment when you look at something and say, God, that would make a gorgeous fucking bong. Well, Two sisters, Kayla and Kiera from Delaware, did just that when they created Secondhand High. Now, when Carolyn wound up with this really lovely vase that really, really didn't wind up to be worth too much, but it actually kind of looked like one of my old bongs, she told me about Secondhand High and, you know, what they did and asked, hey, did I want to see if they would make a bong out of it? And I said, yeah, sure, why not, right? The results that I got back, uh, she sent me back uh, what you guys have, or hopefully have have uh, checked out as uh, Fit Barney, and my other new favorite piece, which is uh, the Michelin Blueberry. 
So I get to introduce them to you. And I also get to introduce Secondhand High. This is fantastic. I love this. And now, without further ado, allow me to introduce you to those two talented sisters, Kayla and Kiera, behind Secondhand High. Right, I am here with Kayla and Kiera from Secondhand High, and these these two ladies make some of the best pieces out there. Ladies, how are you doing this morning? We're good. We're good. Thank you for the compliment. We're... That was so nice. <laughs> well, they're unique because they are made out of vintage decanters, vases, anything that anything. looks really cute. That we're like, let's smoke out of that. Yeah, anything that you see in like an antique store, thrift store, where you're like, you know, that could, we could smoke out of that. What 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 I love about that is that I've been having the conversation since 1998, looking at various things, going, I can make a bong out of that. <laughs> <laughs> we do the same thing, and like it, we always put it off because we were like, we couldn't actually do that. Like it would just take too much work. And then, yeah, we, we had we had talked about it for a lot longer than we should have and then we finally were like fuck it let's just try exactly i think and all the it. all the best endeavors start with fuck it exactly <laughs> you're speaking our language which i had to like go i listened to some of your podcast episodes because i was like you know do i need to filter myself on this am i allowed to curse like can i let my freak flag fly like you know and i, I saw explicit and i was like oh we're good okay we're, we're good right up our alley my my only rule is don't be a dick. That, oh, that's yeah. my that's only my rule. rule. Don't badmouth other people. I'm not going to badmouth anybody. Just don't be a dick. Other than yeah, that, do like whatever you want. <laughs> as long as you smoke weed, you you just you can't be a dick. You know? <laughs> yeah, it makes people less of a dick to me. It, it should, but there are some people that you know. <laughs> yeah. I've I've encountered some people that I, I they they need the dick smoked out of them. <laughs> I wonder how that would work. How much you'd have I, to smoke? I don't know, but let's find out. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about these pieces. Now, I've got, I got two of them from you. Uh, one I nicknamed the Michelin Blueberry because it basically looks like uh, the Michelin Man if he were painted blue, and it does. <laughs> It does. And the other one I like to call Fit Barney. And I've got a whole backstory behind that. And I love uh, your backstory. <laughs> I, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, tell us, tell me a little bit about um, what went into making these specific pieces. Um, okay. So the one, the Fit Barney one was actually, well, you already know, your wife sent that one to us. And that's how, you know, we found you was she reached out. I think she follows one of my best friends on a thrift account. And so she found me and, you know, messaged us and asked if we would do like a, a custom conversion, I guess. Um, and we're, you know, we love doing that stuff, especially when there's a cool story. Cause she said she found <laughs> that piece and she's like, my husband said it looked like, you know, his first bong or something. And I was like, that's cool. Like we're doing that one. Um, but yeah, it's, you kind of got to, it was a lot of trial and error when we first started out. 
we almost gave up a couple times. Yeah, if we had been <laughs> doing it alone, if it would have been just me or just her, we definitely would have would have said fuck it and given up. Um, but I think that being both of us, we were like, okay, we no, we're gonna it. figure this out. Yeah, whenever one of us wants to quit, the other one's like, no, like get your shit together. <laughs> and, and honestly, I really appreciate your persistence because it for for me it paid off. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I got these two gorgeous pieces, and. Uh, you, should I tell the backstory behind Fit Barney? Yes. yes, I love it. All right, kids, it's, it's story time here on Cannabloggers Corner. <laughs> so uh, when I was a young lad, you know, a young stoner, first uh, first starting out, you know, taking my my, my stoner baby steps, uh, I I had now this is during the Clinton administration, mind you, so we didn't have the silicone stuff that that that's out now. I had just a regular, like maybe. 12 inches tall plastic bong and it was just plastic and I named it Barney because it was bright purple and it had you know the the bulge at the bottom it was round it was purple and round so Barney because I love you you love (laughs) me I'm gonna smoke some weed so yeah I mean that that's our new theme song it became Barney but uh, unfortunately, when I joined the Navy, you know, zero tolerance, I had to leave Barney behind. And it, it was, tears were shed. Tragic. It, it was. It was, tears were, se- tears were shed. Uh, hugs. Uh, it was, it was a very moving day. You know, I can feel your pain through. Yes. Through a the lot screen. happened. And uh, obviously, I missed Barney. I, I really did. But, you know. Barney had a rough couple of years, man. You know, he uh, he went out, he he got into some bad shit, you know, got in with the wrong crowd. And then, you know, there was the porn. I mean, because, you know, no two ways about it. You got to pay the bills. So, you know, back then he, he was in the back alley, you know, sucking dick for coke. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do it. Man. But, you know. He pulled himself together. He turned his life around, moved out west. He got fit, joined a gym, started eating healthy. I, I think he's on keto now. Um, oh, good. You know, moved out to OB, just, you know, hit the Zen lifestyle. Now he is just, he's slim, he's sleek, he's stylish and shiny. Oh my God. He is just absolutely beautiful. So now, you know, here he is, just a beautiful glass piece that uh, I, I've, I I can enjoy and we can reunite and just be happy together again. In full circle. <laughs> exactly. Full circle. <laughs> so that, yeah, that's the story of Fit Barney. Barney had, you know, he had some rough times, but, you know, like me, he moved out to California and got his head on straight and now he's thriving. He found his way. He did. He found his way, and now he's got his best friend, the Michelin Blueberry. Oh, they're buddies. Best yeah. Star. So, cheers. Yes, cheers to that story. The day that I picked up that the blue one, the Michelin Blueberry, I almost didn't grab it because I thought maybe it might be a little too small. And I was like, you know, I'll just grab it. We'll see. And now I'm so happy that I did because yes. you love it so much. <laughs> I do. And <coughs> the only drawback of being so small. <coughs> yep. There we go. <coughs> it's a weed cough, kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
the only drawback is if my flame is too high, my mm. nose gets hot. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's okay, what the smaller ones we're always like, <laughs> we're always like, we have to make sure the flames far enough away from the face. Yeah. We got to like tilt it out as much as we can. Cause they are small. Yeah. And well, when I was again, young stoner growing up, I didn't know how to light my joints. I was basically, I was going and I was tilting the joint <laughs> up towards my nose. And oh, so no. every time I lift the joint, I'm like, ow, why do I keep burning my nose? So Burn off my, roommate nose said, hairs. my roommate said, dipshit, <laughs> you're doing this, <laughs> angle it down, angle it away from your face. Safety tip, kids. <laughs> Don't light your face on fire. Exactly. Exactly. Now. Yeah. Drugs are fine. You just, you got to be careful with the fire. <laughs> exactly. Fire safety, kids. It's all about fire safety. Stop, drop and roll. It's not the drugs. It's not the drugs that are bad. The, Exactly. They they say the fall kills you. No, no, no. The fall will never kill you. It's that sudden and abrupt stop at the end. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, that's just. <laughs> so you guys are in Delaware, right? Yep. Yes. Uh, Delaware. In, no one really knows where it is. It's fine. Back in my old neck of the woods. Where are you from? I am originally from Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania. Okay, okay. We have uh, a lot of trips to Pennsylvania. It's a, <laughs> yeah, we it's a very small a town lot. called Northampton that nobody knows. So I just tell we everybody. There. Yeah. <laughs> you were, you've actually been there. We went to Lancaster for my birthday last year, and we went into a couple different places. New Hampton okay. was one of them. No, this is yes. Northampton. Northampton. Oh, Northampton. Northampton. I did yes. just ship a piece to Northampton, Pennsylvania. I no was packaging kidding. stuff up last night, and I I remember that name. I wonder if I know who that who that is. I just maybe. <laughs> I'll have to ask you later. You know, don't want to ruin anything here. But anyway, <laughs> that would be great. I mean, honestly, if one of my friends ordered from you, that that would be fantastic. That that's that would awesome. Be, yeah. But yeah, you guys are in my neck of the woods. Uh, now, what I always wondered, and when I was. When I was in eighth grade, I had to take Pennsylvania history. So we always ask this question. So oh, fuck. back in the day when <laughs> 1789, when they were ratifying the states, they were doing it in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So really, all the dude had to do was take the paper, go downstairs, get it signed and bring it back up. But somehow the guy from Delaware hopped in his carriage, went all the way back to Delaware, got the paper signed, came all the way back to Philadelphia, and beat him. Persistence. That's Delaware nice. really wanted to put its name out there. <laughs> it needed it. You know what? That must have been it. I, maybe the guy from Philly went down to South Street, had a couple of drinks, figured, oh, I got time. Forgot all about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got time. I mean, there's so much traffic between here and Delaware. I mean, come on. You, you get on the school kill, it's basically a, a used car lot. Yep. See, we, we can talk like that. I thought that you were going to ask. I thought that you were going to ask a history question for a second. And I started panicking because our dad's a giant history buff. So if we got an answer wrong on a podcast, he would like murder us. Okay. Here's your, okay. Here's your history question. How oh, no. did that happen? How did it happen? Hold on. The I horse's gotta... name was Fred. The horse's <laughs> name was Fred. Yeah, that's the answer, right? I. I don't know. I'm I just Delaware. I mean, ride miracle ride. It's persistence. <laughs> Wait, what? 
Ride, Miracle. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh man. Yeah, good old yeah seriously, the guy from... The guy from Pennsylvania must have like stopped off for some drinks or something, went down to the pub, tied one on, and when he came back, realized, oh, shit, Delaware here? I thought you just left. <laughs> <laughs> he blacked out for a little bit. It happens in Philly. It's must true. have been. I've been there. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you've been to Philly, you know. You know. Oh, yeah. So, okay. You guys are from Delaware. What's your favorite uh, flavor of Yingling? I don't really like Yingling, but my fiance really likes that Hershey oh. Yingling, the chocolate one, which I oh, yeah. I can that drink a little good. bit of that, but I don't know. Not my kind of beer. Next time yeah, I come I've... back that way, I got to try it. <laughs> yeah. Cause... Isn't Yingling a Pennsylvania beer? It is, but uh, it's mostly, they only distribute up and down the East Coast. They don't distribute oh. out here West. Um, okay, I would have never known that. Me either. I just thought it was like <laughs> My wife was completely thrilled because she found it in New Orleans. Oh, but I, think I would the, have never known. I think the Mississippi is where they stop, be, just because they don't want to put okay. too many, you know, chemicals and preservatives and stuff in the beer. They want to try to keep the beer, you know, I mean, less chemically which hey all for that a good beer from delaware dogfish head i don't know if you ever oh, heard of yeah. it i don't oh, know if yeah? they distribute it. delaware dogfish head it's in rehoboth it's one of the tourist towns here but they have great beer they great do. liquor too like they do everything it's amazing you gotta try that when you come to delaware i will or definitely. i mean i think they have it in Pennsylvania. you know rehoboth in delaware was always our stop our, that was our pit stop on our way to ocean city maryland Oh yeah, Rehoboth <laughs> very touristy. Yep, Ocean yep. City. Oh, Ocean City is fun too. Ocean City is fun, it really is. but it also touristy. Yeah, yeah it's very. that season right now where it's like tourists everywhere. Traffic. We like so go in bad. there on the off season though, like in the fall. Ocean City is so fun. You know, yeah, it, we're not we're not big summer girls here. <laughs> yeah. Now, I haven't been to Ocean City, Maryland in a long, long time. Uh, is it still as clean as I remember it? If by clean, I don't, you mean like, don't take your shoes off or you'll catch something yeah. kind of clean? Is that I, what I would never consider <laughs> really? either Rehoboth or Ocean City clean. <laughs> oh. Have you ever been to Secrets and seen the water? Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, back oh. in my day, it was nice. <laughs> I saw someone um, post a picture of them at Secrets, like sitting in the water and at the tables in the water. And I'm like, yep, that's that water. It's like brown, just it's, straight brown. Oh, that, that makes me sad because... I know. It's, Thirty years oh. ago, it was it was clean. There was nothing on the beaches. It was, you know, you could go and relax and not feel like you you needed a tetanus shot afterwards. Oh, you need a tetanus shot for sure. People are still thriving though. They're still thriving yeah. because people don't care. <laughs> I, it's fun though. I mean, we have some good. I have some good memories in Ocean City. It's fun. It's just yeah. I got this piercing when we were there. A little tipsy. out of just yeah. random. Where yeah. it skip piercings. We do that a lot. Piercings and tattoos. Yeah. Piercings and tattoos. Yeah. That's How's like our sister date. Uh, in Rehoboth or in Ocean City? Ocean Either City way. Is Ocean. Yeah, they're, I mean, like we said, we're not, we don't like to go there in the summer. <laughs> we don't like the heat, the humidity, or the tourists. So that's yeah. all there is in the summer. But it's, I, I like the boardwalk. We'll go there. Fall. We'll go there like, like me and my fiance will go there like random weekends in the summer just to like longboard and stuff. And it, it's nice. Like, good weather 
good oh, shops, yeah. great shops, great restaurants. Oh, such great food. So let me guess, uh, you, you guys are of the mind that if you call it tourist season, why can't I shoot them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I thought don't be a dick was like the I'm not allowed to be oh, a dick, right? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. T tourists are an exception. Tourists okay, okay. are an exception completely. I like that exception. That's a, <laughs> uh, yeah, we abide by that. No, it's it's horrible. Like drivers and ugh, and I'm way. gonna say something about your state, Pennsylvania. Yes, worst drivers. No, New Jersey has the Pennsylvania. Worst drivers. No, uh, uh, Pennsylvania. Well, in our defense, <laughs> in our defense, we we have to swerve around all the potholes. That's true. The roads are bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but there's no potholes here. There's just a lot of road work all the and, time. And that's what throws us off. Yeah. Okay. Your roads You're are too smooth. It's like, where's the pothole? Why? Why? I got to <laughs> swerve here. Yeah. The other shoe's going to drop. Exactly. But I mean, you know, we like Delaware because it's a nice pass through on the way to Maryland. Yeah. It is a, a, a short pass through, but yeah. there's you know, some good places, though. I'm, Delaware is a really nice suburb of Philadelphia. That's exactly what we are. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that's basically it. I mean, it, the only state smaller than Rhode Island. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a lot of corn here. Yeah. Yes, like corn. Yeah, it is. Fields, corn fields and the beach. And honestly, that's all Pennsylvania is. You, you've got, you know, <laughs> urban on, you got urban stuff on the west side with Pittsburgh, urban stuff on the east side with uh, Philadelphia, Allentown, all that stuff. And then everywhere in the middle is cows. Yep. It's horses, all yep. the way through cows and horses. Yeah. Can't, can't leave out the Amish. Oh yeah. That's yeah. our, that's our sister family. Cause <laughs> we are living in an Amish paradise. Yeah. We have, we have some family that are uh, yeah. Amish adjacent. We grew up going to a Mennonite school. Oh, there so you go. You can, I mean, you can imagine the kind of yep. backsliders that we are out here <laughs> making bones. That yeah, was that's probably be one of awesome. the biggest concerns that we had. Yeah. Because we come from like a very conservative Christian like community. And it's yeah. like it's a community. And yeah. they they will follow you on everything and look at what you're doing. And yeah, so I mean, we were like, can we can we do this and put this out there or are we gonna get judged and damned to hell? Um, we've been damned to hell for a long time. Well, yeah. So it's fine. But. So, so we yeah, we've say? just accepted it. Well, were, it's were mostly cool the silent. It? It's usually the silent judging where they. Oh yeah, they, they would never. Say they don't anything. say anything. They just like to watch and they'll talk. They'll gossip because we got oh, some followers. Yeah. Where we were like, it was like what a teacher from our old school, and yeah. why are they following? Like, we got to get rid of this <laughs> bad vibes. Let us, let us build our bongs in peace. And you know, it, it's true. The Amish Mennonite community is so it's so small and so tight knit. And oh yeah, they keep their. They keep their tabs on everybody. And I'm mm -hmm. just, I know this just as an outsider. I, I can't only, I can't even imagine, <laughs> you know, the stories you guys have. It's like kind of like in Nemo when they're all in the net and they're like, swim down, swim down, escape it. It's like that. It's, it was very, very hard to cut out of that net, but we did it. You're like, gotta go. <laughs> and Dory is very proud of you for keeping swimming. Thank you. Every day. Every day. <laughs> Every day. So now, can you uh, tell me a little bit about the process that you guys use? I, I know you, you figured it out through trial and error. Um, just exactly how do you take 
a piece like the Michelin blueberry here and, and turn it into a bong? So um, we order, you know, there's a whole bunch of places that sell down stems. So we just get like a million different sizes. Um, then, and then we, yeah, we look at, we look at the piece and we kind of figure out the best placement where, you know, it's not going to be too close to the face, flame in your face. And we're like, okay. And then we kind of size it up and we're like this down stem perfect and we did like a lot of trial and error because like our newer pieces we figured out how to like get the downstep yeah they're much more low profile yes. too but we you know we use a so, diamond drill bit you know to get the the perfect hole and everything sand it up after yeah make it smooth in there <coughs> yeah I but clean imagine. it real good because this <laughs> we've glass, come a long ways i mean this glass is very easy to break i mean it's it, this is not <laughs> your typical this is not your typical bong glass. This is just, this was a face at one point. So obviously it's, it's delicate. We've and broken many pieces in the process. Not many. We've scratched a few. Them. Yeah. Cause at first we were like, we didn't think about a drill guide, you know, to, right. for, to help keep our drill in place. And we, we just fucking raw dogged it. And we're like, <laughs> let's do it for the best. <laughs> we, we just drilled through the glass, just decided to go for it. And we're like, man, like we kept it in place pretty well. We can do this. We got our confidence way too quick was the problem. Uh, and then we would go to these smooth pieces. Yeah. Then sliding all over the place. And we're like, what? Why? I almost <laughs> took off one of her fingers one time because I'm trying to hold the drill perfectly. Slice. And she's holding oh, it. And no. she, you know, and then we realized like we just need something like a, like a drill guide. So we found some people use like duct tape or whatever. But we actually found these like drill bit replacement pads from Lowe's. Okay. We just stick them on there. It keeps the drill from like sliding around. And I'm like, why did we mess up so many pieces before we thought of this? Yeah, it took a little bit, but we did it. That's awesome. We've come and, a long way. and from what I see here, this looks like kind of a bowl slash down stem combo. Yeah. Yes. So for like the smaller ones, because like it, most of the down stems are too long to go in the smaller ones. Like they'll just yeah. get like the, the, the slitted ones. Yeah, they're, they're too big. They we couldn't find any small enough. We're, we're in the process of learning how to like blow our own glass and do all that to try and up our game a little bit. Yeah, we're trying awesome. to, so we can do like bent down stems, but we're a little intimidated by the fire aspect. <laughs> yeah, like girls in STEM can only go so far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, whenever we get something right, we're just like girls in STEM. I don't know what we got it from, but we don't you know. You know what? Hey, that's awesome. My daughter, she has been, she she was going for software development before the pandemic hit, but then um, it was she with that with uh, software development. She needs that one on one in person instruction. It, she was struggling really yeah. with just, you know, on your own. She wasn't really quite getting it. So uh, she decided to switch from uh, software development to uh, geology and paleontology oh. so now she's gone from uh being trinity in the matrix to indiana jane which <laughs> fine with that. that i am fine with that i mean every time she talks about just her rocks her fossils like what minerals she's found she lights up like a christmas tree and her passion That's so cute. it is her passion is unmatched so if she's gonna if she loves it that much fuck it go for it be a paleontologist. Awesome. Be the best paleontologist that you can possibly be. And we are behind you 100%. Yeah. 
because I feel like the pandemic did that for a lot of people. Right. Like, it switched up a lot. Yeah. 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 Oh I feel yeah. Like people are doing things they like a little more now. Ross Geller would be so proud of her. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I can see her like yelling into a phone. No, Hobo Hobilis was never fully erect. And, and, <laughs> and me as the Chandler guy being in the background going, maybe it's because he's nervous. <laughs> <laughs> we love friends. So that was that was yeah. great for us. Yes. Yes. Seen it at least like seven times. My fiance hates it every time I put it on. He's like, you've seen this 13 times. Why are you watching it? And I'm like, why not? It's my favorite show to have on like in the background at night when you're high and you just need something on. But every time I'm high, I convince myself that I've never seen that episode before. And it was something new, right? <laughs> even though I've seen the whole seat, like the whole series, probably a dozen times. But every because, time I'm high, I'm like, no, this is new. Because there's always a little nuance that you didn't catch the first time or exactly the right. time. Exactly. And when you're exactly. high, it's a little more focus. Exactly. You're like, there it is. Never catch, caught that. You catch a little detail that you didn't you didn't catch before, right? Yeah, it makes you very observant. At least me. Yeah. You know, it does. I, I it took I don't know how many years it took me to get. There's a joke in Mel Brooks's History of the World Part One. Have you guys ever watched it? Mm-mm, I don't think so. I would hate us. I don't think so. My history teacher in high school actually made us watch it. Because Mel Brooks actually kept things historically accurate. So, uh, like the different, um, I guess, the, you know, the relationships between the different classes. And yeah. there's one little joke where you see a blind guy walking, yelling, give to Oedipus, give to Oedipus. And he, you know, one of his, he could see the, he could tell that the other character is walking by. So He's yelling, hey, Josephus. And Josephus walks by and goes, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> I was walking down a street just randomly and the joke popped into my head. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. Oedipus, motherfucker, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been watching this movie for how many years? and I just got that joke. Never caught that. It always <laughs> happens, especially if it's something that you watched when you were younger. Right. Exactly. So many things went over my head. So we were, exactly. You know, but yeah, I mean, just felt your little Christian girls. <laughs> that's probably why we didn't watch that in school because yeah, I, I'd say history wasn't always kept completely yeah. accurate in our school. Yeah. But to be fair, I, I can I can say this because he's retired, so he won't get fired for this. But uh, also, <laughs> to be fair. He, he used the cable edited version. So they, they edited all, all the uh, naughty words. All right. All the fun parts they took right out. Yeah. The parts that would make kids keep listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which was fine because my mom had it on VHS and she let me watch, watch it anyway. <laughs> okay. VHS tapes are these like 12 inch, like rectangular plastic tapes that we used to use to watch movies. Kids ask your parents or your grandparents. We got snowed in at our grandparents one time. They had every single VHS tape you could imagine. And we literally had a whole movie day of all VHS Disney movies. Oh, yeah. Great time. I don't even think. Yeah, they're like hard to find now. I I always see them in Goodwill and I'm like, oh, you can't even find like a VHS player like VCR anywhere. It's funny. There are are times when it's like, man, I really wish I could watch dot 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 
And my wife says, well, we got it on VHS. <laughs> okay, go find me a VCR. Then we'll talk. Exactly. It's like, yeah, let me just pop it into my VCR here. <laughs> Make sure it's Rwan first. It, the only thing best. worse would be if she said we have it on Betamax. I think that's out of my time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that that's early 80s. My dad had a Betamax yeah. and he loved that thing. He 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 kept using that thing till it was till it blew up. Oh god. That thing legit. Yeah, I was like I've never heard of them. Uh Damn. Betamax was the uh it was kind of the uh you remember when uh DVDs were competing, it was either like I think it was HD DVD or UHD. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it was the same thing. It was beta versus VHS. Mm, so what really happened was beta was strictly Sony. Sony was like, okay, we are going to make this our, our system. So you can only use these Betamax tapes on Sony Betamax machines like Apple and Macintosh. VHS said, you know what? We're going to just flood the market. Everything's going to be VHS compatible. So while you had a specialty system with beta, VHS was just everywhere. So it was cheaper. It was easier. The quality was crap, but nobody cared because it was cheap. So that's how Betamax lost out. Hmm. So there you Man. go. You can tell your history teacher dad that you yeah. got a history lesson about Betamax. Yeah, I'm he'll sure probably he'll be proud. listen. I when I told him that you um you know had invited us on or whatever, he was like, oh, what's it called? And I sent it to him, and he was like, oh, you have to listen. They're actually really good. And um, so my dad listened to your podcast before I did. Thank yeah. you. He, yeah, he and then he was like sending them to me. And he's like, you should them. listen to this episode and this episode. Oh, <laughs> so you oh. got a fan from our dad. <laughs> thank you so much. Please tell your father I said thank you. We will. He'll hear this. He'll listen to it. He's our number one fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dad, thank you for being a fan of me, too. I really, really appreciate <laughs> that. And thank you for spreading me around. I mean, seriously, I I love it when someone can listen to something that I've done and say, oh, you really need to hear this. I mean, I that that makes me feel like I've connected with you. And yeah, oh, God, I need that, <laughs> especially nowadays. I I we right. need those connections because they're yeah no we feel the missing. that's yeah that's we why feel we, the same way whenever like someone buys a piece from us and then like they like it down. and one of their friends will be like hey my friend just got a piece from you and i saw it and you know then they want to order and i'm like oh, that's so sweet it makes us feel so good yeah because we like we starting out we were so insecure <laughs> we were like no one's gonna buy our pieces like and we were like if all follows fails like we'll just keep them for ourselves like whatever and then like the support we have gotten has been crazy. Yeah, because we just really started in like March was when we first yeah. started actually selling them. It took a little bit before that, but yeah, we it ha really has not been that long. So we've we loved all the support so far. And I'll tell you what, you guys have been learning fast because <laughs> the Michelin Blueberry and Fit Barney are absolutely <laughs> gorgeous pieces. They, Thank you. <laughs> they hit like a Mack truck. We love to hear it. Yes, the one. So I kept one for myself. I found an antique store, which like I'm not like a super like pink girl, but it was pink. And I was like, Kayla, like I have to make this for myself. I love it. <laughs> and so I made it. And the first time I hit it, I was like, we made this. This is amazing. Right? 
Yeah. We even like, you know, my brother bought one from us and we had him try it out. We're like, give us an honest review. Cause he's kind of like a smoking snob. So we knew he'd be honest <laughs> and same with her fiance. So I, I, we were like, we just have to have them smoke first. So we know if it's good. Cause I think our fear was like making them and then just not working. Yeah. We're like, or they just suck. So we were thrilled to hear that they hit really well. Yes. I'll tell you what it felt very accomplished. I, when I got, when I got them both, I'm like, oh, my God. First of all, they're, they were adorable. But then I thought, <laughs> OK, let's see how well they hit. Because, you know, with a bong, you have to make sure you don't put too much water in, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you don't yeah. want to you don't want to inhale too hard, too soft. You you want to find that you want to find that level of suction that keeps the cherry lit, but doesn't, you know, suck the water into your face. Yeah. So uh, the first time I hit the blueberry and exhaled and saw my garage became like London in the fall. <laughs> and I, I thought I was, I swear to God, I thought I was at like a Bob Marley concert. It was just, I couldn't see in front of my face. And I'm like, what? what, what? <laughs> and I looked at it like, <laughs> from this little, little thing? <laughs> you sly little devil, you. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it, it hit just as well as my 18-incher. That's amazing. Glad to hear it. <laughs> so seriously, guys, if you're listening to this right now and you want just a unique conversation piece, uh, they're they're not that expensive. I mean, what do you guys usually charge for this? Um, it depends you know, on the size. Yeah, it depends on the Obviously, size and yeah. what kind. Because some pieces are like thrift store pieces, and then some are like um, you know a better antique piece, like vintage from an antique store, and they're a little more expensive and. You know, we have anything from like your little blueberry one to like 16 inches is, the, I think, the biggest we've done. And I'd say the most, like the highest you'll pay is like. Yeah, I think our most expensive was like 120. Yeah. But it's anywhere from like the 65 to 100 is our normal yeah range. Because we don't like like the huge, crazy big ones because we're. Yeah. And we don't do like really expensive antiques or anything yet, mostly because we're afraid <laughs> that we'll fuck it up. <laughs> oh but eventually, man eventually we'll get there yeah absolutely um so uh how can somebody well obviously you said that uh, you take custom pieces that people will send you as well right yeah we've made yours like a probably like five different custom pieces that people have sent us yeah i like someone just reached out to us actually and she said she had a piece that um she had gotten from her grandparents house i um that had passed away and She's like, I would love to get it turned into a bong so I can actually use it because it was just sitting around her house. And I was like, that is the fucking cool shit we want to do. Like yes. to have a family heirloom, like that's so cool from your grandparents and you can smoke out of it. I don't know if the grandparents will approve, but. <laughs> well, and if the grandparents don't approve, you turn it around the other direction. You, exactly. Exactly. you can't tell. That's the best part. Yeah, you could have it. You I mean, have I have my display. piece sitting on my bar car and it looks so pretty. Yep. And you never know. Just yeah. Turn it in the corner. Turn it around. Yeah, depending on who's coming side, over. It looks like a yeah. box. <laughs> exactly. That's what we're going for. I have one on my desk, actually, that has, like, some little flower sticking out of it, and it looks like a little vase. And you'd there never you know. Uh, no, I'm sorry. We These are too nice to be called a vase. <laughs> a this, vase. This is a vase. A vase. The way it's yeah, fancy. Perfect. With something this nice, you must call it a vase. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Because now we're getting into bougie. 
Yeah, you got to put the pinky up. Absolutely. He's out. All right. Well, I really appreciate you guys coming on, chatting with me about East Coast stuff, you know, digging into some Betamax history and uh, <laughs> talking about secondhand high. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having us. Uh, yeah. When you when I had told her that you asked, I was like, someone wants to talk to us. <laughs> like, I was just shocked. Heck, yeah. You know, was, you got to get the word out about your you guys. This stuff is you're doing great. Thank you. It means a lot. We appreciate so, it so much. So for everybody now who, who is dying to order one of these, where can they find you on the Internet? We're on Instagram. It's um, at second dot hand dot high. But our logo will pop right up. Um, it's like green and blue. You it's, on there. it's not hard to find. We tried to get just plain second hand high, but it was stolen. It was stolen. <laughs> Um, and yeah, you can just go on there. We have like an availables highlight or you can just scroll through the page. And if it doesn't say sold, DM us. It's yours. <laughs> or if you see a piece that is sold, like we love finding pieces for people who are like, I really like that. Yeah. Or like they'll give us a color they like. And we're like, yeah, we can do that. We'll find something. Yeah. Yeah. Or as we mentioned before, if you have something that you would like them to turn into a bong for you, they're happy to do it. So please yeah. get in touch give Kayla and Kiera a call. They will happily take that beautiful vase or glass <laughs> piece that you have and convert it into a very usable and very, very lovely glass piece that you can just get absolutely wrecked on. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's all mission statement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yes, again, thank you for uh, coming on the show, telling us about Secondhand High. Please, everybody, take a look in the show notes. The links are all there. I've got pictures of my two pieces there. And, uh, yeah, please check it out. Order stuff from them. They're, they're just brilliant. Please. <laughs> thank you. You're going to give us big heads now. <laughs> you deserve it. You absolutely deserve it. Thank you. Thank you. All it right. was good talking to you. It was great talking to you, and you have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. All right. That about wraps up another episode of Cannabloggers Corner. Once again, I would like to thank Kayla and Kiara for joining me in my corner this week. Please don't forget to check the show notes to find out how you can order your own custom piece from them. I promise you will be happy with whatever they make for you. Of course, I would also like to thank all of you for listening and allowing me to introduce you to these amazing women. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SDCannablogger. If you like what you heard or you just want to talk about it, please shoot me an email at SDCannablogger at gmail.com. You can tell all your friends and family to follow me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and or wherever you get your podcast fix. Thanks again for listening, and as always, please stay lifted. Thank you for listening to Cannablogger's Corner. Wait! Where are you going? I was going to make espresso. Now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. Uh.